Welcome to Dissecting the Scene and Elder Emo Podcast. I'm Timmy Terr, a.k.a. Vanilla Bean. And I'm Mark Molina, a.k.a. Marcos Massacre. Tim uh, has agreed to wash my car once a week, so as long as he keeps doing that, I'll keep doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah, about that. Uh, <laughs> we've got a great show for you guys today. We'll be talking about some great new tracks from Downswing and Ocean's 8 Alaska. Yes, and a big portion of today's show, we'll be talking about a couple of incredible albums that shaped who we are, and, and of course, they still hold up to this very day. Uh, but before we get into that, just want to wish everyone a happy fourth, and uh, I hope you spent some time with your family. But about you tim you got anything planned today as soon as we're done i'm gonna instantly go and like look for fireworks i'm a procrastinator i'm just gonna get something and do uh some little fireworks in front of the house today what about you i'm doing the same thing i'm gonna try and track some down so that lily has some like sparklers in the backyard or something like that and then just maybe make some hot dogs some potato salad just hang out at the house keep it chill sounds fucking perfect honestly i love doing that <laughs> 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 yep, that's the plan. Oh, yeah, yeah. So let's get right into it. Singles. We only got a few singles this week. There was, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to drop, but we really wanted to focus on the ones that we really thought stood out this week. So the first one is probably my favorite of the three. We got Matt Caracas with his new song, Look, I'm a Famous Actor. He's got a new album coming out. It's called Nova. It's going to be out on August 5th. I mean, what can I say about Matt? He's one of my favorite lyricists, one of my favorite voices. You love that guy, man. You love him. I I do, dude. I follow and love everything that he puts out. Like, ever since I discovered Citizen eight years ago, I've just been obsessed. Like, I've tried to get everyone I know to listen to them, to listen to him. There's a reason that he's him and Citizen are, like, one of my top five favorite bands ever. Ever. so of course this was one of my favorites honestly i still haven't listened to all of the citizen but the youth album is just a banger from beginning to end so yeah i was excited just loved his voice on the song his delivery it, it made me want to go listen to citizen immediately when i listened to the band so i was pretty stoked on it it's just a really good upbeat song i love surf rock so kind of what it reminded me of the thing though is you you keep everyone always mentions youth and like yes youth is an amazing album it is probably their best but that being said their other albums are so good also man everybody is going to heaven i still that's like that's my favorite album it's so dark and deep and raw it, it's a lot different so don't just be stuck on youth you got to branch out and check out their other albums they're they're one of those bands that's like brand new where every album is different and every album is just so fucking good like you got an emo one you got a, a grunge one you got a more like poppy one you got a like mainstream one like you've got a lot of different things going on with this band so you've got to check out these other ones also i get that I, I definitely will it's just like if somebody if i'd never heard like brand new for example before just because you brought that up like you said oh listen to brand new there's so much content 
that it's hard to you know start from the beginning that's true i mean i've been listening to brand new for example since you know high school so when those albums came out i was listening to it it's it's easier to digest instead of just going back and listening to their entire catalog that being said though uh you definitely should yeah but citizen also because citizen is one of those bands that like they're worth the listen it's not like oh i just gotta go back and you know sit down and listen to all these songs like no once you get through you're like i'm so fucking glad i did i know and that's what they keep saying about game of thrones but it's still like i haven't right a lot man but anyway let's get back to the song and yeah like you said it's just a super vibey surf rock like summer type of song almost my favorite line was he said uh light up the stage oh baby i can make it living in my ways doing my own thing It was good. I just kept thinking of the Strokes when I was listening to it. And I'm not like a big Strokes fan, but they have a very unique sound. And it's kind of what it reminded me of. Yeah. Uh, I was I was pretty excited about that. But he's honestly just a, a great lyricist. The whole song is pretty sarcastic, right? Would you say? It's just the lyrics? Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, the title, look, I'm a famous actor. Uh, but the entire lyrics are um, that sarcastic tone. I love the lyrics. I'm like the engine of a jet plane. I'm like a bullet in chamber tonight. I'm like the engine of a jet plane. I'm like a bullet in the chamber. And I just liked the imagery of what he was trying to say. I just thought it was really good the way he he put it into words. Again, he's a, a great lyricist. He's up there with Jesse Lacey just because we were talking about brand new. Like he's he's one of the best lyricist out there oh, everything fuck, yeah. means something um so i was pretty excited about the song great song hell yeah next up we got downswing with no solution Hell yeah, man. I just fucking love Beatdown Hardcore. I got this going on in the background. He's doing that little, like, almost like Jungle Tom feel. Like, oh, it feels so good. I cannot tell you how good this song was. I was pretty stoked about it. I um, had a few too many drinks yesterday, and I just got home. <laughs> and I just started listening to all of these songs. And I got to this song, and I was just super pumped up. It reminded me of Life Ruiner. In the beginning, I was like, oh, this is going to be sick. And then uh, the highs come in, and it, of course, like, reminded me of of knocked loose the vocals were great loved the highs and i was just thinking about knocked loose the whole time like just they would be a great addition to that lineup if they were to come like with knocked loose it would be a fucking amazing show well it's funny you say those two bands life ruiner knocked loose because like those are two of you know i grew up loving life ruiner and then obviously knocked loose nowadays is one of the biggest fucking 
hardcore bands out there so yeah they're so good yeah two idols of mine but yeah i agree these vocals i loved how disgusting they were and that's in a good way yeah total knock loose vibes for sure yeah it was a, a well-written song too it just it has everything that i look for in this type of, of hardcore music it's just so vibey it had two-step beats heavy breakdowns the bass grooves were on point just a, a heavy song from beginning to end dude the the bass riffs were top notch like i don't know anything about bass but like the whole time I was just bouncing groove and I could feel it in my fucking soul. Yes, it wasn't uh, like overly technical. Everything was just grooved. It just worked really, really well all together. It was a heavy song. It was tough as fuck. Everything that I want in this type of, of hardcore, like that's that's what it had. So I was excited about it as well. Yeah, I see they've been around for a, a while now, but this is my the first time I've ever heard them, but I'm for sure going back to listen to more shit because this was so hard. Yeah, it's a great band, man. When I listen to songs like this, I, I try to put myself in the band, if that sounds weird, what I would want to listen to or what I would want to play. And this shit, just all the guitar riffs were sick. Everything was heavy as fuck. The vocals were so good. I mean, again, it just, the guys from Knock Loose better watch out, man, because they take, <laughs> they could take that number one spot this shit was so good yeah now these guys are dope they're for fans that have born and new and boundaries and bloodbather as well so check them all out next we got oceans eight alaska with their new song new dawn When I first saw this song coming out, I was like not too excited for it. I've never been a huge fan of this band. But when the hell did they turn into a deathcore band? This shit was so heavy. It was good, man. I've never heard this band before, but I mean, like a lot of stuff that you turned me on to, I have to go back because this shit fucking slapped. It was so good. I, I gotta go back and check out what they got. I mean, it's fucking, uh, like you said, it they're metalcore, but man, it, it, it was heavy as fuck, so I gotta go back. Yeah, I don't know. I would say, uh, yeah, check out some of their other stuff are you saying, before, but... <laughs> are you saying that this is better than the stuff that they they put out? Like, they're transitioning like they're getting better yeah this song is super dope there are other stuff i have not liked at all this is this uh this song is dope as hell well uh, that's exciting then so this is um this is the single off their new album do you know when that comes out i'm not sure that i'm not sure about so they haven't came out with an album in a long time i think their last album was 2017 they've released uh oh shit they've released another single like two years ago or something like that that was kind of dope it did have some singing in it it wasn't as bad as their older stuff i'll say that but this song didn't have any singing in it so i'm hoping that hopefully maybe they're going towards this new like deathcore side I, i'm not really sure to be honest this song was so good so are you saying like do people know this band like is it a big band or is it yeah yeah this is, this is a big band what do you mean i've never heard this band dude i dude they got a quarter of a million monthly plays on spotify yo if anybody's listening to this podcast i haven't uh really listened <laughs> to any new music since like 2013 so 
world. And we're also not like the biggest metalcore guys anymore. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I'll listen. I mean, Knocked Loose came out and that shit was fucking bangers. But um, yeah, but that's like hardly metalcore. I know they're kind of metalcore, but that's more like it, it's like a it's like a play on some traditional like beat down. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, we we listen to like, I mean, yeah, for sure. Like movements comes out with something i'm definitely gonna check that stuff out but <laughs> yeah i i didn't again know this band but this i was super fucking excited about this this song i mean again i don't know what they put out before but if their new album slaps like this i mean i'll, I'll be all about it oh me too the beginning of the of the song did you so it sounds like a sound check at the very beginning because he's just like dun 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 dun, dun, dun like a triple So when I used to play, uh, when we used to do shows, I would do like a similar version of that, right? So you just like downstroke and just palm mute. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, just so that I could hear my own guitar, like make sure that I could hear it and that the distortion was right because I just played rhythm. It was just basically like palm muting and, and rhythm chords. But that's what I thought it was, was like a sound check. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's like a sound check. And then the toms come in and I was just instantly pumped i'm like oh this is gonna be fucking <laughs> yeah sick. and they just go into it i i mean seriously i was fucking stoked i listened to it like on repeat like 15 times it was so good yeah i mean it's easy to listen to this song on repeat too because it's not even two minutes long <laughs> It's so good, though. I wish it was longer. It's just a little tease. I, like you were saying, it sounds kind of like a soundtrack. I wonder if this is going to be the intro to the album or something. Because, yeah, it's just a short little track. But it is fucking dope. Yeah, like that, um, like Recon did back in the day. What was that song? And it was like... Oh, Recon. I <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I haven't listened to Recon in forever. And you, I just typed it, man. Let's pull it up. 13 Ooh. uh yeah recon was sick but they had that one track that we used to cover and it was basically just like a breakdown and it i think it opened up that album but that's what yeah you're right that's that's what this sounds like it's like a transition or like a like a maybe an opener it is super short i didn't want it to end i wanted more like it was all good from beginning to end so i was like wanting more but hopefully they put out some new stuff man i i definitely be down for hearing it yeah same no, i think that's super they're super dope songs really good so hopefully this is gonna be like the transition to some deathcore that'd be pretty sick so i'm gonna be on the lookout we'll be on the lookout we'll talk about it if it wants to drop so yeah for sure please do so right now just want to kind of prop out a couple of local bands I, I think they got some good stuff coming out so it's always good to keep it local yeah i want to say the first guys you sent me these guys from point break they're another local band you sent me this single called i am and i thought it was super dope i'm glad you sent this to me i'm i'm not really the traditional hardcore guy like you are you're more on the traditional hardcore side than i am for sure but yeah i did really like this i'm glad you sent this to me i hope that we can get their name out there help spread the cause and get them noticed Yeah, for sure. They're a sick-ass band. They had a, an EP a few years back called Forsaken, and I just fucking loved it. I bought, like, two shirts. I'm like, this band is sick. And then they haven't really put out a 
whole bunch but they just put out that i am single so if you like it buy a shirt support those guys definitely a cool up-and-coming band for sure here from phoenix yeah thanks for the link i'll probably buy a shirt yeah for sure it's sick and if indie rocks more your speeds i got some friends in morticulture uh they released a bunch of new stuff that you can stream on spotify including a really good track called distress signal And they'll be playing at the Valley Bar on July 26th. So I'm going to try and be there. Maybe drink a little bit too much. It's on a Tuesday. So we'll see how that goes. I didn't know about these guys. You didn't send this one to me. So I've never heard this. I'll have to check this out. Um, uh, yeah. they're. Um, I used to work with Kanan. Uh, at Spinatos back in the day. Oh, uh, yeah, you've told me about him. Yeah, you've told me about him a few times. Yeah, they used to be a band called Dust Jacket, and then they changed their name a few years back. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, he's just a really good, like, indie rock. He's a really good lyricist, honestly. He's got just bomb-ass lyrics, so I'm gonna go check him out. Definitely support those guys. For sure, check it out. All right, next, we're gonna go into the bonus of the week. This week, we're gonna talk about two post-hardcore albums that we both feel still hold up to this day absolutely yeah and the first one we're gonna go into is thursday with their album full collapse And when I think of post-hardcore, I mean, there's literally not another band that pops into my head any quicker than Thursday. These guys have been one of the most influential bands in the post-hardcore, like, emo, screamo scene yeah. for the better part of 20 years now. And it's funny because for me, I remember back in the day when Taking Back Sunday and Brand New were, you know, becoming big. Yeah. But Thursday was right there for me, like, with them. Like, they were, one, they were the big three for me. Like, Thursday was one of those bands that i just fucking i loved yeah well you were listening to cool music back when you were like in sixth grade i was definitely not <laughs> uh this album came out in 2001 i was like i don't know maybe 12 yeah honestly this album was nowhere on my radar back at that probably listening to like blink 182 for sure but like flogging mobley definitely lincoln park back then so i didn't really listen to this album until probably like 06 07 like five or six years after it came out but you're right it's just an iconic album it's an iconic band what they had to contribute is just it, there's really no way to put it into words like they they had such a big influence on i'm sure a lot of bands but definitely on just what i would listen to or what i considered good uh because of this this band because of this album it's just just a great album from start to finish. Yeah, no, I agree. And it's weird because like there's so many singles on there. Every song, even the ones that aren't singles, could be singles. Like every single song stands out. Every song is feels like fresh and different. And it's funny, this is another album that starts with I always say how I hate like intros and preludes, but yeah. The, the song on the song on this one, it actually flows really well into the first track. The first track is arguably Thursday's probably biggest ever understanding the car crash. So I mean it just flows so well.
Yeah, that's what I mean by iconic, man. One of my favorite songs off the whole album, uh, but definitely the most popular is Understanding in a Car Crash. The the lyrics in this album too are really good. I love the catchiness when he sings the chorus. Time to let this pass. The time it takes. The time it takes to let go. It's just, it's so catchy, and uh, I don't want to feel this way forever. A dead letter marked return to sender? Come on, man. Yeah, it's so good. Just so good. Yeah, dude, that's the best. Dude, it's so funny. Like, it's gonna sound so emo to me, but this is how I was, dude. When I was in seventh grade, when this shit came out, like, I would draw a little watch on my arm and have the, the time set to 12.03, like he says in the song. <laughs> That's how much I fucking was obsessed with this band, obsessed with this song, this whole album. I was, I was one of those kids, and it gets worse. I'll talk when we talk about another song. I'll, it gets a lot worse. Was this before the flip beanie, or was this? This was way before that, dude. Way before the flip beanie. All right. Oh yeah, I mean, I was listening to Thursday, Taking Back Sunday, brand new, like early, like when it first came out. Like I, I saw Taking Back Sunday in two thousand. I think it was like two thousand one, two thousand two, like early. Yeah, I mean, I wish I was listening to cool stuff when i was 12 dude my my like my mom took me to and just dropped me off at the marquee i was in seventh grade just dropped me off and i just <laughs> from then dude i've just been going to shows ever since <laughs> just drop me off i'll be good i know like 11 year old tim just being at like sounds of the underground for some reason <laughs> <laughs> yeah i started young man I... that's why like you know i'm I, I consider myself an elder emo yeah that's true man as far as this album though man my favorite favorite song on this album by far is autobiography of a nation I just think it is so well written it's poetic the guitars on it are really good they do a really good job of switching between clean and distortion on this song again the lyrics are poignant it just really makes you think about you know what they want to say and i think honestly that's the best songs or my favorite songs are the ones that make you think about the lyrics and make you uh, try to understand their point of view and autobiography of a nation is just a great example of that it's just honestly it's a song about imperialism right i think yeah yeah taking over cultures and it has the lyrics all the dreams they had we kill still we all sleep sound tonight and it's just so good man It is.
is and it's funny like i i'm like the least political person but like thursday is just one of those bands that they they mix in their emotional side like their emo side with their political side and they yeah blend it so well that like i can't i cannot help but like just love everything they say even in like stuff that doesn't really mesh with me or doesn't really have anything to do with my life like for instance the song paris and flames is like a perfect example one of my favorite songs on the album It's a song about back when this was coming out, there was a big thing going on in the underground New York City, like culture, particularly around like gay and the trans community mm -hmm. and like all forms of sex work. They were really trying to get rid of all that in New York. And this song is about, you know, resisting the purging of that culture. Um, so even though that doesn't really, it's not anything that, you know, involves me, I just, Thursday's just one of those bands that really speaks to a lot of people and they're really good at um, using their, their words and their emotions their platform and their platform yeah yeah they have a lot to say and it comes out in the music i think it's great for sure yeah for sure my favorite song though and this will always be this is easily like i say oh this is my favorite but this song is one of those songs that will always be super dear and close to my heart the song cross out the eyes This is the first song I heard from Thursday. This was the first time I really felt passion and emotion behind screaming. Yeah. Because like there was stuff before that, like I obviously remember Hybrid Theory from Linkin Park was before this. I think it came out a year before this. Yeah. And I remember bust like blasting that in my headphones, but it didn't have it didn't have that same feel that Jeff had when he screamed. Like obviously I love Chester to death, but Jeff's his delivery was on another level for me. So um yeah, when I heard Cross of the Eye of those screams at the end when he's kind of like acapella screaming. Like it's just so fucking raw and I love it. I love this band. I love that song. But what I was gonna say is uh this is even more emo. So I would literally when I was in seventh grade, I would write the lyrics to this song like on my arms. Like that's how <laughs> emo I was. I was so uh, fucking dude, dumb, dude. So cool, man. <laughs> I was. I was real cool. <laughs> but then, like, also, like, our binders, because I was Palo Verde, and we had to have, like, binders. We could have backpacks. So I would make sure I would get, like, I would get, like, the one where you could put, like, pictures in it or whatever. Yeah. But I would always have a different Thursday song. Like, every day I would rotate through Thursday song lyrics. I'd just have lyric sheets in there and just, like, I'd rotate them every day. God, you are so cool <laughs> back then, man. When you told me this was the album you wanted to do, I was, I was stoked. 
stoked because I hadn't played it in a long time, but I immediately, you sent me that text. I'm like, all right, I'm listening to it right now. And I started listening to it and it just brought all that stuff back from high school. And it's just, I'm glad that you picked that album specifically too, because it's not, I mean, Thursday is an iconic band, but I feel like we don't, like, not a lot of people talk about them, at least not these days anyways, you know what I mean? It's sad to say that, like, I feel like it's, it's you know what I'm trying to say? Like, they don't get the love that they deserve for being how iconic they are to everyone. That's what I'm trying to say. Exactly. Like, obviously, I'm, I'm hyping them up a lot, but I'm not the only one who feels this way. Obviously, they're a huge band for a reason. Even to this day, they still have over a quarter of a million monthly plays, so they're still super relevant, um, even though they haven't come out. They They've come out with one song in the last 10 years, so. I mean, does there, are they putting anything out? Do you know? I'm not sure. The last thing I see is they put out a song and uh, actually put out a, a song this year, one song I don't, called Liam. I'm going to go check that out. Are they still touring or no? Actually, no, that's not even them. That's that's Spotify putting someone else's song there. So yeah, they haven't come out with an album in over in, since 2011. Yeah, it's been a while. So they're they're not playing yeah. they're not playing shows anymore then. I have no idea. I haven't I should have done some research on them before, but yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, we got to check them out for sure. Give them the love they deserve. The album is iconic. Lyrics are fantastic. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Yep. And like it's funny because even after this album, like their next album, War All the Time, was arguably <laughs> everyone's favorite album. But for me, I still like Full Collapse will always be my favorite. Absolutely, man. Great album. On that note, uh, my favorite album or one of my favorite albums is definitely Chiodos or Chiotis if we were in high school because we mispronounced it all the time for some reason. The album is All's Well That Ends Well. arguably at least for me the most influential band it's what got me listening to heavier music while thursday may be a better band in my opinion this album is definitely like overall it's probably more iconic and more nostalgic for us and uh yeah in our life this came out at a time where we were going to shows almost every single day we were trying to start bands so this was a lot we tried to yeah yeah this was a lot like more iconic and nostalgic for us definitely yeah i mean the amount of nostalgia that i get when i put this album on is just ridiculous i mean immediately takes me back to high school uh, again my introduction to going to shows in general i know uh, you've been going to shows for years 11 year old tim at sounds of the underground for some reason but this was when i started going to shows this is when i started listening to, to heavier music and so i i just i thank my friend mike so much he burned me this cd and i played that thing until it was all scratched up this was back in i think my junior year in high school so somewhere around 06 fell in love with it played it to death played air guitar in my room just absolutely love this album this is one of the best for me yeah same i remember when this album came out like i had already heard one of their songs uh, i can't remember where i heard it from maybe somewhere on myspace and like the <laughs> album hadn't came out yet and so i remember i was just like fucking itching waiting like oh man i can't wait i can't wait for this album to come out i remember the day it came out i made my mom drive me to zia and fucking pick up this album and we played it like constantly i played it so much that my mom ended up loving this album that's how much i played this album yeah this is flip beanie days for sure this yeah this, uh the album starts with a, a prelude which is i think is just like the sounds of the ocean but it 
immediately just starts off with all nerds beware and then that's where the nostalgia just starts to flood in the guitars come in the the fucking keys i feel like <laughs> they do such a great job man Well, it's funny that you talk about the ocean because, yeah, the, well, like that prelude and then it goes into All Nereids Beware, which I don't know. It, there's a lot of references to the ocean. It's funny because, again, this is like when we first started our band, this was another band that really influenced us. And it was another <laughs> band that made me just want to sing about the ocean. Yeah, just water lyrics. We used to have a song called Hydration Therapy for no reason at all. Yeah. Yeah. And this is first introduction to Craig Owens, uh, who I thought just back then even, it just had a great voice. I thought a lot of the songs were really well put together. Like it just all flowed. This is also, I think the first time I heard a really a heavier band have a really good keyboard player. Like he wasn't just like playing one note the entire time. This guy was doing like arpeggios on on the keyboard and the interludes were, were really beautiful they they were layered really well with uh with craig's voice so i just appreciated it yeah it's funny yeah this was the first introduction to craig owens and i honestly thought i i thought he was going to be as big as he thought he was going to be because everyone knows how fucking in his own head he was yeah but i thought he was going to be that big too like i really thought he was going to be the next big thing and he did get very famous, obviously, and he's still, his current band, Drugs, is still, you know, doing really good, so I'm not hating on him. Yeah. But I, yeah. Yeah. When I first heard Craig's voice, I was like, this guy is sent from the fucking heavens, dude. This guy is so good. Yes, this guy's got a beautiful voice. His lyrics are good. Everything about it was fantastic, man. I, I love Craig Owens back in the day. I thought he could do no wrong. I'm like, you put Craig Owens on your track, that shit's gonna be fire yeah no i felt the same way but then we get the song one day women will all become monsters there's another one of their super iconic songs some of my favorite lyrics when he says hang him instantly pluck out his eyes rip that haunting smirk from his face may heaven help him but only through its plagues <laughs> i loved it it's dramatic in the best way dude <laughs> it is that's how this whole album is it's just like so dramatic but in the best way i was talking to to my friend nick at the this baby shower that i went to yesterday and he was just singing all the lyrics to uh the word best friend becomes redefined i'm like you still remember that he's like yes this album was absolutely the best that's why this album i think holds up is just the lyrics you can't help but quote them yeah and i mean there's a lot of great breakdowns in this album it's it's a heavy album they had a lot of breakdowns actually we ate it up back then too because they had a, a lot of good breakdowns in this whole album um there's no penguins in alaska had three breakdowns just in the one song <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly that was my favorite song back then was there's no penguins in alaska because it it had that uh that the catchy guitar intro it's like yeah
that was one of the first riffs that I learned how to play on guitar. And I would play it all the time, just that intro riff. A again, arguably my introduction, but what got me to love heavier music, what got me to start seriously playing guitar. So I owe all of that to this album. So I can't tell you how much this album means to me just because without this album, I wouldn't be on this podcast today. Like there's no way. I'd probably still be listening to like Breaking Benjamin or something. <laughs> that song also has the super iconic breakdown at the end when he's like, I'll stop stabbing when you stop screaming. Yeah, that was my favorite song back then. My favorite song now, if I listen back to it, I mean, We're Best Friends becomes redefined just because it's iconic, but also Baby You Wouldn't Last a Minute on the Creek. Cause just because I think that song's so beautifully written and Craig's voice is so good on that song. So when I go back and listen to it, I really have like a newfound appreciation for Baby You and Last Minute on the Creek. Um, so that song, me and Mike, actually, I don't know if you remember. I don't know if we ever showed you. This might have just been something we, we hid secret, just the two of us. I can't really remember. But we used to do this little like hand movement dance thing to this song. <laughs> I wonder if he still remembers it. Oh, at the very beginning where, you're, where it's like, just walk away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I I do remember that now that you say that. Let's just It's so cheesy, but yeah, this song was super iconic to us too. This is the one that at the end where they say, uh, all we do is decide, what do you say? Yep. Yeah, this one's good. Absolutely fantastic. Again, driving around in your car, those were the best time. What, what kind of car was that back? I tried to remember <laughs> the other day. It was an 84 Nissan Sentra. <laughs> That's what it was. An 84 Nissan Sentra. With some spinner hubcaps. Yep, yep. We uh we got some cup holders for it for the back. <laughs> yeah. We got some trash bags. We would tag up the the roof of your car with Sharpies. Dude, imagine if I still had that roof. Like that would be so if we could have just cut out the like yeah. the fabric or whatever and kept it, it would have been so sick. Didn't you say somebody bought that car? Like who bought that car? Yeah, they bought it for like two hundred dollars. It didn't even reverse. The reverse didn't even work. The driver <laughs> door didn't open or roll down. Remember at one point I had to drive through drive-thru's back. <laughs> 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 it 
and use the passenger window. Oh my god, I loved that car so much, man. And this this is one of those albums, man. We would just yep. crank crank this album, end up on 105th Avenue and blank for some reason. Yeah. Oh man, good times. Again, that just the amount of nostalgia just brings us back to that good time. I think that a lot of that the reason I think that these albums really hold up is just because of where we were at and the good times that we had back then and just reminds me of all that shit all that good stuff it's funny yeah because like chelsea didn't listen to chiodos she did listen to stuff that we listened to back then but chiodos wasn't one of those bands Mm -hmm. and so like i try and play it now that she's like this is so fucking dumb (laughs) she doesn't like it good (laughs) no i that's That's hard for me because it's just like, I mean, I, I get it though. I guess if I were just, I don't know, that's tough. I guess because if I were to listen to this out, I'd never heard of this band before and you just showed me this album now? No, I'd still think it was good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's hard to say. It's hard to say because, yeah, I mean, I grew up. I Like I said, I, I was listening to this before it came out. Like I had already heard songs. So like, yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, I can understand where she's coming from. But like at the same time, like it's hard because I just, there's not a single song I don't like. It's such a different band. That's why I say it. Maybe I, I can see where she's coming from because they have those piano interludes and like just just a weirdly put together stuff that all works and we love it but i don't I, I guess i can see where she's coming from but i still think this album is just bangers yeah i mean like you were talking about the words best friends become redefined they have that <laughs> the line if your stomach feels weak then my worker is done She was grating so hard. She's like, no, 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 no. No, that's that's hard for me to to stomach. Cause oh, trust me, I fucking knew. That was the shit back in the day. If your stomach feels weak, then my work here is done. That's that was it for us, man. Yeah, that was good. I remember seeing him at Warp Tour and that part where he's like, "When I must pass." <laughs> it was so hot. <laughs> It was so fucking hot. We didn't have no money for water. They couldn't even like... Oh, man. Good time. Yeah, that was bad. That was the same year uh, you and Nick threw me up at uh, Seosin and I... Seosin, yeah, I was about to say Seosin. It was so awkward because I didn't expect it. And I was just like on top of people. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And then my shoes fell off because I was wearing slippers for some reason. (laughs) Yeah. Good times. That was a fun time. But yeah, that's that's what this album reminds me of, man. This is this is it for me. This this album and a lot of people liked the the album that came after this, but I, I mean to be honest with you, I couldn't really get into them. This is one of my favorite bands of all time, but I think this is one of my favorite albums of all time because to be honest with you, I didn't really listen to them after this. Um, but I mean, this album, that time it means everything to me. Yeah, two more songs I wanted to mention were my favorite back then was No Hardcore Dancing in Living Room. Oh yeah. Cuz it just felt so dark and heavy.
compared to the rest of the album i mean there is a super poppy part but like the rest of it was super dark when he says uh don't let this die we may never fall in love again it's hard but worth the wait when it's over i thought that was a super cool line he delivers it really well too it's really catchy Yeah, no, 100%. And then my favorite song now, though, is actually the last track on the album. It's called To Trexie and Reptile, Thanks for Everything. And it's just a super cute, sweet song about not giving up on a relationship and doing anything you can to make it work. My favorite party says, if you believed what you felt, you would be in love. so dramatic but in a great way yeah so i i agree i'm glad you picked this like these are my probably my two favorite post-hardcore albums so i'm glad that i picked one and you picked the other because yeah these are yeah like i said two iconic fucking legendary arguably like top albums in my opinion and probably a lot of people's opinions yeah i mean i could talk about this album all day i mean this this album means so much to me like i said a million times already like this is what got me into playing guitar this is what got me into listening to heavier music it, it was a a segue into listening to pretty much everything that i listen to now so without this band again i'd be listening to i don't know papa roach maybe i don't know like <laughs> weird dumb yeah and so let us know what you guys think also we want to know what were some of your guys favorite post hardcore albums or what was your favorite songs from these albums what ones were super iconic to you talk to us let us know yeah we love all the comments feedback so yeah and if you've never heard these albums before listen to chiodos and let us know if we're just crazy <laughs> yeah yeah if you've never heard it let us know because i want to know how people feel now what is it 15 years later 16 years later you brought up an interesting point i be i'd be kind of excited to see what people think about it who's who've never heard it before for sure let us know uh you got anything else no just got to get back to my baby chancho i'm with you man until next time hey have a happy fourth all right hey take it easy man you too all right peace later